the Mac Observer's Mac Geek Gab number 22 for Halloween, October 31st, 2005. Ooh, scary. Count Floyd here. Ooh, ooh. Wasn't that the SCTV? <laughs> Greetings, folks. I'm Dave Hamilton from the Mac Observer, and I'm here with John Braun, as I um, am every week, stuck here in the TMO you. Towers East. That's right. So Not stuck in the middle. Usually, I ask John. Uh, usually, John, I ask you how how your weekend was. But interestingly enough, I saw yes. you this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 You came to visit. I did. I came um, to visit. We can talk a little more later, but yes, uh, we, we have a new setup here. Some of you may notice I sound a little different. John sounds different. so, <laughs> And we'll tell you why a little we'll, later. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little guess. bit. In fact, we've got that to talk about. So it's kind of, we'll, we'll give a, a brief little uh, how-to or a run-through of how we, how we record the show and how we do the show. Um, I've, uh, we've got uh, some reader questions to go through. We've got plenty of them, and depending on how reader. much time. I'm sorry. Stop oh. it. No, you know, I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to keep doing it. It's going to be part of the shtick. <laughs> the shtick. Well, it's going to be part, part of it because I, I simply forget. So, you know, it's, and, I, and yeah. I, I think even on the show notes, I write it down as listener feedback. But for some reason, when I read Thanks. it, I, I have this mental block and I say reader feedback. So mm. maybe it's because yeah. I'm reading. So um, Halloween, for those outside of the good old U.S., um, I don't know. Halloween is either an excuse for kids to dress up and extort candy from their neighbors. That's right. Um, and actually, I'd like to say something. You know, normally I, I have caffeine or something before the show just to <laughs> keep me going. This show is running entirely on Halloween on candy. That's sugar. Right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and chocolate, you know, because chocolate kind of gives you that Chocolate, little. sugar, sugar. Uh, I'm sorry, chocolate has caffeine. So the caffeine yeah, and the well, sugar. it's not caffeine. It's, it's theobromine, I think, in chocolate. And I'm, I'm pulling that out of my, uh, out of my head. <laughs> but I'm okay. pretty sure it's theophylline. I think it's caffeine-like. It gets you, it's, or it's theo- gets you going. theophylline. One of them's in tea, one of them's in, in chocolate, and then caffeine is in uh, in, 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 in the cocoa beans. So, but anyway. Yeah, I'm sure somebody will tell us. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I don't need to go look it up on Wikipedia <laughs> because by the time I do, you'll have told me either how right I was, how wrong I was, or where I fell in the middle. Mm. Uh, so mm. uh, you, you were talking about Halloween, and then I rudely Halloween? interrupted you. Yeah, you did. Um, elsewhere, well, well, it's a, or it's a, it's a it's a pagan festival. I it think, is is another theory, and, and I, I think there was a town in Massachusetts. Oh no, was it Maine somewhere that I heard about huh? that banned Halloween because they said it was a religious ceremony and they didn't want to, uh, you know, have the town kowtowing to one religion and not another, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So uh, who knows? Yeah, That's, I, I yeah I I read something on. Uh, I like this site still, uh, Fark, F-A-R-K dot com. Mm. And it's basically a news, uh, somewhat, uh, they have some adult children, not for the kiddies, but they have news articles and classifications and also commentary. And I did see one that came up very recently that was about, hey, you're crinkling. What are you doing? I am opening opening more candy. candy (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, it was about Halloween and apparently, yeah, some parents said that they would not send their kids to school. I think it was in Jersey. It was in New Jersey. 
And some parents said, we're not going to send our kids to school because the, the, the particular day is going to be a Halloween day and it's, and we're not going to send our kids because we don't want them participating in that for religious or non-religious reasons. And so the principal, in my opinion, turned into a wimp and said, oh, well, we'll, we'll cancel the festivities for everybody. Well, you know. So you know who's going to get beat up. There is that whole the, separation of church and state thing. And with public school, they got to be careful. So No, but this is just – it's it's a holiday where kids dress up and stuff their face full of candy. It has nothing to do with – you know, it's, it's well, an excuse for, to have a party. For, for most, that's who it is, right? But but for some, it, it means a whole lot more. So we uh, yeah. You know. What got me is is the majority was inconvenienced because of the minority. It's like, all right, you don't want to send your kid, then keep him home that day and let everybody else have their fun, okay? And <sighs> so okay, I got a video iPod. Rant. Did I tell you that, John? Actually, you, I showed, showed it to you. Showed it to me. Yes, that's you showed funny. it to me. It's very nice. Yeah, very well, thin, much thinner than my uh, now my old field yeah. phone. I'm, I'm usually the ridicule of the TMO staff because all my electronic That's equipment right. is way outdated i've Which tried to update funny, with the you're beast like, <laughs> you're like you know you live on the cutting edge but for some reason your electronic equipment that you personally use <laughs> is always like this you know stuff tape, taped together with duct tape and bailing wire <laughs> and you know surplus <laughs> world war ii you know equipment so all right because the thing is once i find something like I want to use the heck out of it until it breaks. That's right. So because I like predictable, there is that you know normal experience when you first get something where it may not be perfect in all regards. Yeah. Like some music players or some people hint towards that. Though we'll get to that in a we'll get to that little while. So anyway, uh, this video thing, iPod, it's nice. It, it looks Man. wide. This because the screen is wide, but it is exactly the same width or, or close enough to all the other iPods in that it fits into. Most of my uh, docked, dockable accessories, I have a, a, a DLO transpod, as you all know, in, in the car, and I was certain that when I popped the thing in, it wouldn't work. Well, it did. So, uh, it, it, you know, it great thing. It does have that hard drive noise, right, that you, that, uh, that you don't get with the Nano simply because, yes, it has a hard drive in it. And video playback, uh, I played around with it quite a bit. In fact, I played around with it even more since I saw you, John. I... In my opinion, and it's not that I, I cared much for the band. I don't really care one way or another for the, this band. But in my opinion, the best music video that was ever made was AHA's Take On Me, right? With the, yes. The, you know what I'm talking about with the, the cartoon? cartoon. And the oh, absolutely. Thing. So I went to, as soon as I got this thing, I said, well, that would be a great thing to demo this video iPod with. So I went to the music store, assuming everyone at Apple agreed with me that AHA's Take On Me is the best music video they, ever. They usually do agree with us. But uh, yeah, I know. Maybe not and, always. And I went there and I searched and I scoured and I hunted and couldn't do it. Couldn't find it. So I simply typed it into Google. And within about four seconds, I had downloaded the uh, the entire video. Yes, I know that that's, you know, questionable behavior. But I you, tried you didn't say first. I tried first. Listen to here's me. A, here's a hint to the people that provide media. If it's not available for sale, we will find it. For people free. have no other option. Okay, mm -hmm. music executives, video executives, listen, listen to me now this and is, hear me later. This is the real world, and, and this is just a, a mini rant. But it's like, guys, if you don't make it available for sale, it's not like people will stop seeking yeah. it and wanting it yeah. and acquiring it. Right. If you don't make it available, you're guaranteed not to make any money on it. So That's I downloaded it, right? And I put it into iTunes and it played in iTunes. I was like, okay, cool. And I sync it up and uh, and it complains while it's syncing that there's some videos that can't be played on the iPod. And that was one of them. So, you know, I... Okay, what format fine. did you find it in? 
Uh, this was in MPEG-1, and, and okay. then it, it pointed me to a knowledge base article that said, you know, okay, look, the video iPod only supports MPEG-4 and H.264 video. So uh, I know that the new version of QuickTime 703 has an export to iPod uh, preset so that you can just go, you know, file, export, and bam, just pop the video out. So I did that, and I got the video onto the iPod with no sound, and I think it was because of the way it was originally muxed or something, this thing that I downloaded, and who knows mm -hmm. how it was done. But uh, So I can watch the video on the iPod, but I, I have yet to figure out the right way to get it on here to where I can play. i got to demux the thing and probably convert it six ways from Sunday, and it's really losing a lot of the fun. But anyway, the video itself on here looks awesome. It, it, I mean, it, I, I'm, I'm amazed at, at how good it looks. Um, and you know, I'm I'm watching it now. Of course, if you were here, you'd see it, but but none of you can. So uh, you, you just have to imagine it with me. You showed me. It was. Well, it, I showed you. It a, wasn't a very, like a rebel. Yeah, I showed yeah, you like a Adam's home uh, a home movie yeah. thing that wasn't very good. <laughs> but but this is great. It's bright enough, even in sunlight. You know, I think the movie I showed you was pretty dim just to begin yeah. with. But now it kept one, up as far as the uh, the updates because oh, yeah. I know some things frame rates fine. at least in the early days of a lot of portables and, and LCD displays is that they would not be able to keep up with very fast yep. action. Like, I believe 30 frames a second is what you get with... Uh, this is fine. And you know what? If I was watching a TV show and I had to commute back and forth to, you know, work every day and, and it was, mm -hmm. was further than across my driveway um, uh, and I was sitting on a train or something, not in the car, obviously, not while you're driving... Uh, I can't, Why not? We, we can't condone that. <laughs> uh, you know. It seems like people are doing that. Well, you'd have to blacken the windows in so no one could see that that's what you were doing. <clears throat> okay. You know, just, just put like black paper over your your windshield or something. But mm -hmm. uh, but I mean it, it. You know, it's fine. If you know, if you want to catch up on you know last night's Survivor episode or something, then I, I think it'd be fine. You plug your headphones in and you sit there and. And you just watch. I, I totally see how this could work for that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if you want some cinematic experience, well, you know, you you gotta you gotta understand that that's not going to work. But uh, yeah. But, but otherwise, I I, I I think it's great. It'll be interesting to see how the technology takes off. But uh, but it, it's you know it's fantastic, you know, I, and it's I, so thin. It's so thin. It fits in your yeah. pocket very well for a wide you know for a wide iPod. Obviously, you all know that that I, I love that Nano I have because it's so small, and I'll still use that on a regular basis going to and from the. The car, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, or to and from, uh, you know, taking the kids to school and that sort of thing. But uh, I do, I really like this. So it definitely gets two thumbs up from me, uh, especially for the video support. I, I, I was a non-believer. I, I didn't think it would work, but now watching this video on here and watching some, you know, the TV shows that uh, that Apple has available, it, you know, it looks great <clears throat> and it's totally viewable. So. Yeah, and it seems, you know, I'm still kind of in the uh, the pessimist camp there. Like, who would want to do this? But, you know. They're, they're providing rode, opportunity. I think if you rode the train every day, you'd feel differently. Probably. You know what I yeah. mean? Especially if we could get a way to link it with TiVo. You know mm. what I'm saying? Right? You know, oh, go put this on here and I'll take it with me. And da -da -da -da. Uh, you you know, know, we'll do it in the show notes, but there is someone who came out with something that'll go between the TiVo and uh, the new iPod. On the Mac? I know for a fact I've seen it in my email passed me by one of my sources. But, oh, uh, really? Yeah, someone has got, or, or I saw it on Engadget or uh, Slashdot uh, or something but like it, that. But, but somebody's Mac, already come a up. Mac client? Really? Uh, it, may be, it may the, be on the Windows side. Okay, because the Mac can't transcode the .tivo files. Um, yeah, it may just be for Windows. But, but somebody had already Windows, come yeah. up with a way to...
take something because it was you know advertised as a user yeah. need. Yeah. And uh, those crazy open source people, especially TiVo. Oh, we love the TiVo community. Oh yeah, we love TiVo. John and I are, are TiVo addicts. In fact, I'm thinking and about our families. Buying, we've infected them too. I'm, I'm thinking about buying a second TiVo for the house <laughs> with the the burner, maybe. Yeah, uh, well, and just one to have up in the bedroom. We we uh, mm-hmm. we just moved my dad in this weekend, as as you know, and uh, mm-hmm. it's actually not at all what any of you would think. It's all a great thing. He's moving to the area and needs to be here before he can get his life here so uh mm-hmm. but you know with that we i think we'll wind up watching a lot more tv up in our bedroom just for privacy you know to, to yeah. chill out and uh and so we're thinking about putting a tivo up there and of course thankfully when i had all the renovations done on the house i ran cat five mm-hmm. in all the walls so but of course. You know, of course now with the video uh one thing that strikes me yeah. though is that you know i i was still uh, you know is is there much of a mark here was the thing that got me. It's like, all right, Apple's not the first, which the, a lot of mm-hmm. times they're not the first to do something. That's right. And That's I'm like, right. you know, how... Well, they're not really could... the first to do this either, right? I mean, you can... Oh, no, I saw real, even yeah, though well, there are things about real... Well, the PlayStation Portable can do it too, right? Yeah, so there are other devices. There's the Media Center, uh, yeah. you know, stuff yeah. and all that. And yeah. um, Well, you could do it on, my, on the Trio, actually. I, 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 I put a... I, found a way to transcode a DVD onto the trio. So there you go. Yeah, but I think what we saw today, I believe Apple uh, announced something. I think it's on that Mac Observer site somewhere, but uh, I, think, I believe they sold a million videos Yeah. since they opened up the, the video portion of the yeah. store, which uh, that's, that's huge. That's mm, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's I'm going to be a bit restrained on that, but apparently it impacted the stock, which yeah. jumping jelly beans, I mean... <laughs> Well, it looked like the whole market was up because of, uh, well, who the heck knows? Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if it's stuff going on in D.C. or whatever. Well, there's, yeah, that's a whole other podcast. You- it's a whole other <laughs> podcast. That's a tangent for another day. <laughs> but, yeah, I think there's stuff. So, to me, what I think is the investor community pretty much said, okay, you know, Apple sold a million of something in this period of time. Maybe there's something to it with the right content. So, to me, that's... Uh, that's I mean, the I, question. I is it with the right Apple's content? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they need to they need to get the right content, but in order to do that, they need to prove that the platform is viable. Because man, if you think the RIAA and I'm, I'm not, we're not going to get off on yet another tangent. But if you think the RIAA is bad, it's only because you the don't MP- know what the MPAA has yeah. stopped you <laughs> from seeing. So, but with that, we'll go into a completely unrelated audio comment. And get us back on track here. This is actually in response to uh, a show a couple of weeks ago where we had uh, a listener. I got it right. Right in. Sent yeah. in. Sorry, he didn't write in. Well, he, he wrote in too. But anyway, he, he sent in a, an audio <laughs> comment asking how to organize his applications, uh, you know, and how OS X was different from OS 9 and what was the best way to do this. And so Ron, uh, Ron here wrote in or sent in with, uh, this comment for all mm-hmm. of you to enjoy. Hey, Dave and John, this Greetings. is Ron. Hey, I've uh, listened to your podcast since the first one you put out. In fact, I listened to it the wow. very day that it came out. Anyway, my comment is about the caller that called in and asked for instructions or an idea how to find his files in the application folder because it's getting a little crowded or he's having difficulty finding it. I don't know about you guys, but I never go to the application folder to get anything. Either I put it in the dock or I have a folder that I put on my desktop to store these aliases in so that I'll have a place to quickly go to and to launch my program. But what I found of late is called Quicksilver. You can find it on blacktree.com and it's a really unusual program. 
difficult to explain how it works. You just have to go there and try it out. It's a great launcher, and it has some uh, a thing like Spotlight where you can check out, you can do searches and different things. You really just gotta gotta try to experience to understand what I'm talking about. And they have a Tiger compatible version, so you can check that out. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. You sent me the Gmail invite. I use that. I use it every day. I love Gmail, and of course, I love your show. Thanks again, guys. Appreciate you giving me an opportunity. Hey. Oh, hey. Well, that was interesting. Whoops. Whoa, uh, watch the, uh, playing the trigger finger there. There you go. <laughs> uh, so have you used Quicksilver? Because I, I actually downloaded it and installed it on my PowerBook today. This thing's awesome. It, it, it's a whole it, – it's almost like Spotlight on steroids – um, it, yeah, I haven't had a chance. Okay, I read you, hit, up on you, know, it. You, you assign a keystroke to it, and, and the, the one that's assigned to it is control spacebar. So it's you know it's command spacebar for spotlight, control spacebar for this thing, and it indexes your drive. But the index is so much faster than spotlight at least was. Now that was with ten four two, which was earlier today, and and oh, since, that's yesterday's news. That's right. Since that ten four three has come out, so we'll have to compare and contrast, but. The way it does it, it, it's so fast, and the way that it builds the interface. He's right. It's, it's very hard to describe, um, but it. I find I, I am someone who launches a lot of apps using Spotlight. You know, I'll just do command spacebar and start typing. And now with Quicksilver, uh, unless Spotlight's a whole lot different in ten four three, I'll use Quicksilver mm -hmm. from now on. Uh, it's definitely definitely the way to go for me anyway. So, uh, excellent idea. Uh, that was good. Now, we also had, I don't think we touched on it before, but we did have quite a bit of email about another strategy for organizing yeah. Why apps. Why don't you tell them about that? Yeah. And the overwhelming majority of people, there are too many to mention, so thank you, everybody, but it thank was you. taking a folder and putting it in the talk. And the folder within the folder, and this is where we got different variations. In the folder, you could put categories with aliases to your stuff in the application folder. Um, but that was the general theme, I would say, Dave, is that, uh, you know, putting a folder in the dock has a, the ability to allow you to navigate. Mm -hmm. and I think that's what everybody was touching on. So depending on how you want to do things, and I think the fo the general theme, the, the common thread was folder of aliases or a folders folder of, of shortcuts. Aliases, that's right. You, uh, sorry, and however you organize it, when you click in the dock and you click on that folder, it then brings up in a menu below that yeah. you, whatever hierarchy you created. And that's a, I would say, a really neat uh, uh, kind of unpublished feature. It's, it may not be immediately obvious that's what's going to happen, yep. but it does. And so many people wrote in saying, this is what I do. It's no you know, separate product it's and it works free, great. It works. Yep. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, just want to acknowledge uh, all the, uh, and a lot of people stumbled across it. Actually, I, I had never <laughs> considered doing that. I still, probably because the screen's big enough, have uh, everything down on my dock. Right. Right. Pretty much has its own uh, standalone item, but I think I may try it just to see how I like it. And then so, there, there uh, are there is software out there that lets you have different docks for different purposes. You can sort of rotate through various different incarnations mm -hmm. of your own dock. But uh, so that's that. Uh, uh, that was gonna, another. I'm sorry. Spotlight comments. That oh, was another thing right. that was brought up. Is yeah. that I guess there's a fairly new. Uh, property if you get info on something and it has a property called Spotlight Comments. So. New to only in Tiger, of course, because that's all, all right. that's the only place you get Spotlight. Yeah. So, and basically, really, and it's at the really top. really helps the indexing of Spotlight. Uh, it helps Spotlight's indexing of things. If you put things in the comments, that's sort of the first place, it, at least it seems to me, that's the first place Spotlight goes and looks for something. So, uh, it, it, it definitely uh, speeds up Spotlight. But still, Quicksilver, man, well worth checking out. 
So yeah, I'm ready to try it out. I downloaded it, and just because I looked at the web page, and it's like you know, this is something I'm either going to really like or I'm really going to hate. Yeah, and and you just got to try it, and it, it's it's a quick download, so you know, well worth it. Uh, yeah. I'm going to jump into another audio comment here from from Corey Cooper. Um, because he sounds so darn good, and he actually has some great advice for people. Hi, Dave and John. This is Corey Cooper from Southern New Hampshire. Hey. I'm just calling in response to a question in your last podcast regarding finding large files on your Mac. Tiger's Finder actually has a great built-in feature, which uses the Spotlight technology to allow you to find almost any file on your Macintosh. In the file menu in Finder, select Find, and a window will come up that will allow you to set an amazing amount of parameters for your search, including file name, size, contents, and visibility. In addition, you can select specific places to search, like your entire Mac, your home folder, a specific mounted volume, and others. You can use several of these search parameters together to narrow your search and provide specific search results. Just a quick reminder of a tool that many people don't know about, Keep the great casts coming. We'll all be here listening. Thanks, Corey. And he is one of the uh, the many people who who has found my uh, my 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 IM address that I keep open during the day. And it's not something I hide, but it's also not something I go and publish. So if you want to pop pop me a note during the day and, and you want to go find that, we're, I'm happy to hear from you. So uh, always happy to hear from folks like Corey. So thank you very much. That's a great uh, a great little little tidbit there. So. Yeah, that's kind of bounced around in the past. I think it, at one point it launched Sherlock, and uh, that's right. What that's Find right. has done in the in the uh, from the desktop uh, kind of varies depending that's on the right. flavor. But that's yeah, that's a that's a pretty good recent one. Yeah. So uh, thank you, Corey. What uh, else we got here? You know, mm. I want to I want to bring up a piece of email, and this was actually a piece of email I believe that was sent only to John. And he CC'd me on his reply to, to, to those of you. And, and a lot of you will email either me directly or John directly. It, it is really helpful if, if you use the MacGeekGab at MacObserver.com address. That goes to John and I and only to John and I. So it, it's not something that gets passed around to all the staff here necessarily. It, it just goes to us. But it, it's – well, I mean if something good comes in, I pass it along. And this is something that I, I actually did pass along to, to Brian, our editor, um, because I wanted him to see it. And I wanted to tell you all about it. It was uh, from, from Richard Brookins. And he, he was talking about how he's a switcher. And our show, he said, and this was a very flattering thing, but it actually goes beyond this. Uh, he said, our show was one of the reasons that he bought an iBook G4 instead of a Windows laptop. And it, it you know, it hit me. It was like, wow, this is, you know, this is great. Not only is it great for us, like I said, extremely flattering, you know, but it, it goes to show how far reaching this whole podcasting concept is. You know, I, I, I've, I've always been of the belief that you know when you hear someone talking not only can you get a whole lot more inflection than you'll ever get in an article but but there's some sincerity implied at least if if what they're saying is sincere and and what John and I do is sincere here <laughs> well we don't we don't always get everything really? right we're pretty close but you know we miss some things but but our hearts in we it. try harder we really do than the other podcasts oh my god no 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 all the podcasts are good well most of them anyway. Um, but so, so I wanted to solicit comments from people and and it doesn't have to be directly related to our podcast. And and if it's not, or if it's not relevant to, to what we do here, you know, it won't make it to the show, but just personally, and and as a podcaster, I would love to hear your stories about how podcasting has impacted things. Uh, it just, it just fascinates me. So, uh, I I would love to hear from all of you. And I want to thank Richard again for, for sharing that with us. Have, have we done something that has inspired you or, yeah. 
I mean, hey, who knows? Well, we don't want to hear. No, we want to hear. Oh, well, we want to hear the good yeah. and the bad. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But we love the voice comments because you know, voice, as Dave said, voice it gives a certain flavor. To, a lot of times, email sometimes gets out of control. Sometimes, you know, it's. <laughs> Uh, flame wars. Flame wars always seem to happen in textual format. Isn't that odd? I think it is odd. <clears throat> well, in the voice format, it's called yelling yeah. and screaming. But <laughs> uh, you know, I had a great audio comment I wanted to play, and I can't mm -hmm. find it. I can't find it, so it's not going to get played. Uh, and I won't even tell you what it's about. So there you go. I could rant. No, nah, maybe, maybe I'll save the rant a little later. We don't have time. We don't have time for that sort of thing. <laughs> so the Nano. Oh, no, we won't go there. Um, should we chat about the Nano a bit? Mm. No, no, no. Let's, let's, let's save that for a minute because uh, we've had enough rants for the beginning of the show. We'll, we'll save <laughs> the Nano thing till the end. Um, I did want to go through an email that we got from Richard Gerard, and this, this is multifaceted. So, uh, oh, yes, yes. Let me, let me check the time here. All right, well, we're going to answer this in kind of a different order, but uh, Richard, I'm going to skip through his email here. He says he's in favor of the AAC format and that he digs the chapters feature, log my vote accordingly. And, and as you've seen, we, we experimented with the AAC format for a couple of shows. We had a lot of you, even Mac users, which we didn't realize at first, but a lot of you came in and said, look, uh, AAC might be great for some of, your, some of your readers, maybe even most, but... For some of us, uh, it stinks because we have to convert. You know, we, we don't use iPods, so it doesn't work. Mm. You know, and, and I like to take it with me or whatever. So someone had a Dell DJ. Somebody had a Dell DJ. Yeah. <sighs> well, you know, hey, at least they're still using a Mac. It happens. And, it, and at least they yeah. subscribe to the show. Um, so I, so we went back to the MP3 format. It, it it does take a little bit of extra time for us to to produce the the uh, the AAC the enhanced podcast. And I really wasn't sure how many how many of you were using it beyond just the hey wow look it's got this little menu thing. I wasn't sure how how much how many of you were actually using that. So I, I would like to hear it, it, it if it's something that we get critical mass enough on. We will go back and we'll do we'll release two feeds. It, we won't we won't limit you to one or the other. But uh, it is it is a time thing and uh, and we like to get the show out. We, so uh, that's kind of why it it hasn't cropped back up uh, so but but do let us know macgeekgab at macobserver.com uh, and i'm going to skip this one thing here because we may not have time to go through this he he asked about dial-up networking using the trio 650 on singular which i'm happy to walk through but uh, uh and because i had to go through it with mine but uh, we're going to skip that for now we may come back to it later in the show or another show um because one of the other things he said, uh, uh, and to uh, not to pick nits, but lastly, in the last two podcasts, have had John's voice, a mid-high-range shrill when John says words with S's or sh's. Is he on a new mic? I tried to equalize my way out of it, but I wasn't all that successful. And when I did, then Dave sounded very muffled. Well, John, John's, setup has, John's setup has morphed. Many, many times uh, throughout our, our history here together, and, and you've heard different things where there's been an echo of my signal back. For those of you who don't know, John and I, though we were in the same room this weekend, we're not in the same room when we do this. In fact, we're, what, about 200 miles, maybe 250 miles away, probably closer to two. Uh, it, John's in, in Connecticut, and I'm up here in, uh, in beautiful New Hampshire. And What's wrong with Connecticut. Uh, nothing. I just had you to leave You didn't say there. it was beautiful. I had to leave there not that long ago. <laughs> anyway, um, and, and we do this over Skype. 
and we've been mostly fortunate. We've had a couple of incidents where Skype didn't work for whatever reason, mm-hmm. but, uh, but we've been mostly fortunate. And, and the audio quality is actually uh, fairly good, but we wanted to make it better. And so we got with a, a couple of different companies that uh, that that are, are interested in this, and, and we've actually worked out a, a new little setup. Uh, on uh, the, John is the remote client, if you will. So the show is actually being recorded here on my end. I'm plugged into a, a the machine I record on is a dual 1.42 gigahertz G4 with about a gig and a half of RAM, and I use Audio Hijack Pro, and it's the most convoluted setup you could ever possibly imagine with Audio Hijack because. I want to pull things in in different ways, and Audio Hijack's about the only app that has the flexibility to do this. And then it also saves right in MP3, so I don't have to do any post. There's no post-production done on this show. You hear it. We essentially record live to tape, if you will. Never have mm. done any edits other than the things where you hear me pop in and say, uh, you know, we had a problem or, or something like that. And oops. Well, right. you also have to escort out the, you know, the the, the band. Yeah, that's right. That's- Get the band coming and going. Other than right. that, because they're waiting, they're in the corner waiting to do the. They're, they're waiting. Oh yeah, outro. they're over there. They're they're on a smoke break now, but you know that's pretty much typical for those guys. Yeah, the band, yeah. Um, okay, go and on. And so I'm plugged into. Uh, let's see, we're we're both using uh, Behringer microphones, and they're and they're actually these great little Behringer C1 mics. I, I think the 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 MSRP on them is about fifty bucks. I think the street price is about forty. It's a beautiful mic, and oh, if I'd had the, the, the cue, I meant to cue this up. You know what it looks like? I, I do know what it looks like. Did it you have that queued up? I don't. You know what I'm going to do? Can I find it? Hang on. You know what? <laughs> H- hang on one second, everybody. I'm, I'm gonna, we're we're going to do something we rarely do. I'm going to pause the show. Hang on. Okay, we're back. Uh, and you didn't know we gone. In fact, I didn't even have to say that, but I, I wanted to play this because the Behringer C1... <laughs> It looks just like a Telefunken U47. There you go. That's the quote we needed. It does. It looks, it's, although I said that to my wife and she looked at the mic and she said, gosh, you know, I thought it'd be bigger. So, but um bump right? Uh, but Yeah. Ooh. Mm. That was bad. Well, what do you know? That's what she said. I, 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 I kid you not. I, I kid you not. So uh, we're plugged into that. We're actually, on my end, I'm I'm plugged into a Mackie Onyx 1220 board with the FireWire option, which means, and this is a high-end board. This is not, if if you're looking for a budget podcasting setup, the Mackie board's not it. And and we'll tell you what is it in a a quick second here. Uh, But if you've got, uh, if you want, you know, a great little setup, this thing is it. it. It's got you know, four discrete inputs with, with mic preamps on it. And it allows you to go direct to your Mac via FireWire. So you cut out all the, all this digital processing is done in the mixer. And then the FireWire channel goes out uh, to the Mac and it, it got great clean sound. And then I'm also running through a Behringer Autocom Pro XL uh, compressor limiter to, to sort of regulate the, the level of the volume of the, uh, of the signal coming in. On John's end, he's also using the Behringer C1, which of course looks just like a Telefunken U47. It does. Uh, it does. Yeah. It's got uh, a light. It's uh, yeah. yeah. I like the light. Yeah. And and you're using a you've got that plugged into a Behringer Eurorack 802. Is that right, John? UB, UB802. UB802. Okay. And uh, and that mixer drives it. And then 
Uh, he's got that plugged directly into the sound input port on his Mac, so the Mac is doing the work there. And then he's got mm-hmm. in the Mac. The, the, what we've both got is signals from our Macs coming out, so we can hear ourselves. And we both use uh, in ear headphones. John, you tell them what, what you use there. Uh, I have the Eddie Motec, right? Yep. Eddie Motec. They have the line over the O. Oh, what are they? ER6? I'm ER6. Sorry. That, yeah, ER6. That and, Very and, nice in-ear, ribbed. Uh, the, the nice thing, you know, they kind of have a thing where it goes in and then it seals itself. They recommend, though it's kind of gross, to moisten it, either lick yeah. it or whatever, which yeah. is probably what a lot of people do. But it creates a nice seal, and then I hear nothing outside right. of the switch. And, and uh, no sound bleeds out of it either, which is key when you're doing it over Skype. So Right. Right. So uh, you don't hear what I hear. I don't hear. In I don't hear. I don't hear the signal from your ears going through your microphone, which is key. Uh, yeah, on, but on I my hear end, myself. On my end, I'm using the Ultimate Ears UE5Cs. Again, not a low-end solution. They're custom-fitted ear monitors, um, but uh, they're very comfortable and they sound great with the iPod. They're actually dual-driver uh, earphones that uh, that 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 I that I use for this and and all that good stuff. So. That's uh, that's what we're doing. John's the, the 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 mixer I've got here. I think runs for about a thousand bucks. But like I said, if you want something, the setup that John's got running there with the the microphone and the mixer sells for. You, you can do all of that for probably even with cables for less than a hundred bucks. If you want to add a compressor to it to to, to regulate the the incoming signal, um, you probably add another eighty or ninety bucks to that. But uh, but for less than a hundred bucks, you can get the the lovely sound that John has. Uh, I sound beautiful. You do. <laughs> That's right. And if you get real close to the mic, you know, makes them sound like you're in your in their head. So wait, can I play with the bass setting here and make no, it? No, no, okay. no, no, no. Sorry, you've got, you've got plenty. Mm. You've got plenty. And then I know. I'm actually using uh, a couple of multiband compressors in Audio Hijack Pro as well to to really smooth out the signal. There's one on my signal coming in. There's one on John's, and there's a, a limiter on the overall to really smooth it out. We're not using any reverb or anything, which you can probably tell. We're both in uh, rooms that are uh, fairly quiet, but but you'll still hear some of the wall echo, and and, uh, and that's been enough. So for all of you who have asked, there it is. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the setup that we're using. We're very happy with it. That This is the setup. This is the first show we're doing this way. This is the setup that we've been trying to put together over the last four months here, and we finally have it. Pretty close. There's a couple of tweaks we want to make, but but close enough to mm-hmm. to, to to explain it all here. And and if any of you want the the details on the the way I've got Audio Hijack Pro routed six different ways from Sunday, let me know. I, I don't know if we'll do a podcast about it, but if there's enough interest, maybe I'll write an article about it or, or <clears throat> something like that. So, and one quick note. Yeah. To Lori F. Yes, it was Joe's garage. Yes. That's She's correct. the one that recognized the, uh, the reference. So yes, uh, from from my friend Mr. Zappa, a great artist. Yeah, who liked good microphones. He liked good microphones. And <laughs> if anyone has a Telefunken U forty seven that they want to send us, oh, we're happy to, just, to, to yeah to a b that with the uh, with the Behringer C one here and see what what difference. Well, really, the, at that point, the Behringer C one the cost is negligible, right? I mean, it just doesn't even compare. So uh, Telefunkens are measured in. Thousands or Many. tens of thousands yeah. of dollars. Yeah, the U47M, which is the remake, is probably seventy five hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm scared, Dave, because I've never gotten into this audio subculture and people uh-oh. willing to pay that much for a piece of audio. Though I have to admit, when you came over and we were testing the setup here, and I heard what I sounded like, I'm like, I gotta start padding my room. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because of the echo. I have to pad it so there's no echo so I sound perfect. And the fan noise, we actually had a uh, listener uh, write in saying, you know, I could kind of hear the fan in the background. And it's like, he didn't just say, I want to point this out. He didn't just say he could hear a fan in the background. He picked out the exact model Mac that I have. And that, you know, do you have have his name in front of you there in the. in the in the in the PDF list that you make for us, yeah, hold on. if you can find it, he he is the geek of the week. There's no question about it. He picked out what machine I had. I mean, this thing's got to be six feet from the microphone here, mm-hmm. and because uh, I stand up when I do these shows, I'm way too hyper to sit down. Uh, so <laughs> I, I stand up, and plus with all this chocolate tonight, I'm bouncing off the walls here. Uh, yeah, you're like a little kid. I am like a little kid. So have you found his? Have you found him? Uh. No, we might have to pay a tribute to him next week. So, um, I think we're we're, we're going to wrap it up here. We're we're close to the end. We've got we can rant about that other thing next week. So, um, and next week, speaking of, uh, mm-hmm. let's see. Well, next week we'll be doing this on on Monday again. So it'll be Monday night. The show will mm-hmm. be out early Tuesday morning. Uh, that'll be November seventh and eighth, I believe. And if you're in the U.S. and in and, and uh, of age, you should be voting on the eighth for whatever it is that of interest to you locally. Uh, and then uh, the following, that weekend, John and I are out in Ontario, California for Calif- yeah, huh? the Podcast Expo. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, you got your flights to, to Cal- Ontario, California, didn't you? <laughs> uh, You're not going to Canada, are you, man? Let me double check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were all with U.S. Airlines, so I think I'm okay, but you never know. You never know. Uh, so it, so that show, we'll probably do a show while we're out there. And, you know, John, I, I had an idea. Mm-hmm. While we're out there, you know, we could no, do a show. Don't, don't. We could do a show like this, right, where we do the, you know, where we do our, our normal thing with the audio. But if we're going to be together, it, the weird part about being, to, being when we're separate like this, it's actually really helpful for you because John and I can't do any visual communication. So every our entire conversation other than some some uh-huh. Skype chatter back and forth that we do just to check on times and things, our, our entire conversation happens as you hear it. Uh. Well, with us being in the same room, we're afraid you might lose something, or at least I am. So maybe, and especially with this video iPod and all that, what do you think if I bring the video camera out and we do a short video cast that weekend? <sighs> terrible. That's an excellent idea. <laughs> I'll have to get a haircut. Uh, kind of, that's all right. We can wear we can wear hats here. and wigs. Nobody said that we have to, you know, appear. Oh, shades. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's right. We can we can do it in the dark. We can be like silhouettes or something. We can we'll come up with something for you. But no, I, it'd be great. We could do a a V cast. No, no, no. Vid, vidcast, no. vodcast. What are, who yet. knows? Vodcast. What? What's yeah? So I think we're gonna try that. I, I had that I had that inspiration today while uh, while I was showering. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so that covers next week and the week beyond. Let's see. Uh, Gmail invites, of course. Every week I'll say this. We have more Gmail invites than we know what to do with. So uh, if you mm-hmm. have one, then we know what to do with it. So let us know. Uh, audio comments, email, anything Please. that you'd like to send to us, macgeekgab at macobserver.com. You want to call us? You can call us. 666-GEEK. That's 4335 uh, you can visit the show notes, which hopefully I'll create between now and when you actually get the show. We'll be I hope so. Yeah, I always do. MacObserver.com mm-hmm. slash podcast or MacGeekGab.com. And I'll tell you a hint. MacGeekGab.com is a very, very slight hint to who our sponsor is for the month of November. But I'll let you guess that. 
that's coming mm. in. Uh, you can Skype voicemail to Mac Geek Gab with your Skype account. I still haven't figured out how to get stuff out of there because all the voicemails I've gotten in have simply just been little like reminders and hellos and that sort of thing. Nothing that I needed to mm. play on the show. Um, and hey, it, you know what? Vote for what? us on Podcast Alley. By the time this comes out, it's November 1st, man. Go for it. Vote for us. Oh, and hey, oh, welcome gosh. to all of our new listeners that uh, that saw us at the on the future. If you got this far. <laughs> if you got this far, that's right. We're so. on the the, the, the the angels at Apple. Yeah. We somehow appeared on the front page. Yeah, we've been there the, for the last uh, week, so my guess is... iTunes store, so uh, yeah, we're... Uh, yeah. So. Wow. So thank you. To, I'm sure the listeners had yeah. something so to do if, with that. If, you, if you're just listening, make sure you subscribe uh, and stay subscribed. We certainly appreciate that. And, uh, and that's it. That's We're done. Thank you very much, folks. Uh, happy Halloween, which you won't hear this on Halloween, but... Uh, yeah. You know. Hope Thanks it was again. scary. Come through. Hi. Hey.